Stay tuned to the Ask Dr. Ross podcast. It's created to give you info to succeed at college. Our hosts are highly qualified. Dr. Catherine Ross is a member of the University of Texas System's Academy of Distinguished Teachers. She's also a popular professor of 19th century English literature. Co-host and multimedia editor Nathan Witt provides a student perspective. Ask Dr. Ross is a community service of the University of Texas at Tyler. Hello, I'm Catherine Ross. This is a podcast for families and students, those who are in college, those who are thinking about going to college, and even older adults who might think about going back to university. We're real interested in hearing about your experiences, and we want to try to answer as many of your questions as we can. If you would like to ask Dr. Ross a question, email her at adrquestions.com at gmail.com. Today, we're going to do something a little special as our first episode. We're calling it episode zero, and it's just our introduction to you guys, the audience, about who we are. I'm Nathan Witt, and with me, as always, is Dr. Catherine Ross. Dr. Ross, our first question is from me. Why are you doing this? Oh boy, Nathan. I think it's because I've had the opportunity to be educated in private schools and state universities. I've been able to teach at different levels. And I think because I was able to teach for years at preparatory schools and then thinking we were getting kids ready for college. And then I went off to university to get my PhD and discovered, oh my goodness, higher education is changing every week, every day, every year. And the things that a lot of us were teaching at these very serious college preparatory schools was not always quite on the money. And then I saw as a graduate student and as a graduate student who taught undergraduates, it often happens at universities, the big gap between what they were learning to do in high school, what they were expecting, and what was really happening in college. Here's another thing that's bothered me. I have learned, I love the life of the mind. I love learning. It's so darn much fun. And I see students coming in who just seem to be lost and frightened or bored, and not my class, of course, but I can't figure out why they don't want to be as excited about learning as I am. And when I see them get that spark, it's, yes, we're there. And I think it opens their lives and makes it better. The other thing that's going on with me, Nathan, I am so concerned about the bad press universities are getting right now. Really? People talk so much about return on investment, and they think about higher education as a business transaction. And it is. But what we do is something you can't really put a price tag on. Yeah. Why did you come to college? What keeps you here? Why are you excited about being here? It's funny because I really feel like the reason I wanted to do this podcast is I've been really fortunate to walk the full path. Yeah. I went to college right out of high school just because it's what they say you're supposed to do. I really didn't put much thought into it, and I really didn't care, and I showed up, and I scraped by in class and really didn't put energy into being a college student. It was just there to fill a seat. And I see that all the time. Yeah, and so then I ended up dropping out after a year and a half. I went into this nonprofit organization, started that a couple years ago, and it started to be successful, and I, I found my passion for the first time in my life. I found what I cared about, and I found myself teaching myself all these skills that I needed to know to be a successful nonprofit. 
And I realized how difficult teaching yourself all of this stuff was. It was at that moment that I understood for the first time the value of a college education, the value of having experts. And not only that, spending almost three years away from college, I realized how valuable it is to be in a group of peers that are passionate and motivated to grow and progress with their lives. I realized how important it is to have these resources at this age, like your financial aid office, your gym at your university, your, your mental library. health service, your library, your, your writing librarians. Center. Yes, your writing center, your print shops, all those kind of little things that I just took for granted and ignored my first time around. Once I really experienced the real world and could understand the real world application there yeah, you go. of these things. And that's the I think you have just nailed it. Students come. They don't really know why they're coming, except they're supposed to come. Their parents yeah. expect it, and they're bewildered. They don't know what matters. Yeah. They don't know what they care about the most. So a lot of them waste a lot of time plodding through. I think one of the problems, though, is that professors don't grab these folks' minds enough early on to say, look, here's why it's going to work. Here's why this is important. I have a list of life and learning skills I use with my freshmen in particular, and I show them, there's 26 of them, <laughs> that they need to be able to do things like being able to speak in front of other people, yeah. being able to cope with frustration, being able to sort through something that is totally bewildering and keeping their focus on it until they get it nailed. Can you send me that? I'd love to link yeah. that in the description of yeah, this episode. Yeah, I got it. I use it every day, the first day of class with all my students. And I also share with them Pickering and Riser's list of the developmental stages of college students and huh. point out to them that they're actually going through seven different developmental stages, starting with separating from the family, learning what they what matters to them to the point of autonomy. Yeah. And I try to help students like you were when you first went to figure out that there's something purposeful in going to college. It may be that some students just shouldn't start when they start. There have been a number of times when I looked at a student and I wanted to say, Go home for a year Yeah. until you realize what you're not paying attention to. I treat my students like every one of them is a human who I'd like to help launch. Yeah. I'd like to see them find their best self. Where else can you do that but at a university? I've been very lucky. The University of Texas system has given me resources and time and respect to do the kind of things I do. Yeah. That's such a s underrated, undervalued aspect of the college experience. It is so valuable to be around a culture that is prioritizing growth, prioritizing knowledge, prioritizing self-development. I want to dive into real quickly because I don't want this episode to be too long. Dr. Ross, what are you hoping the audience gets from oh, this podcast? I am so excited. Like just today, one of our episodes is about advising. And we have determined, the system has determined, educators have determined that advising is essential part of getting a student carefully guided through his or her education. Yeah. Well, students will tell you advising is terrible, and they haven't had their advice. And w what I know is that there are all these advisors sitting there wanting to work with students, and there are all these students out there who need to be advised, and they're not connecting. And I'm hoping that if people will listen to this, if we get an audience that hears this, they'll know, before I go to college, I need to be sure I'm making some plans about how to how to get into college. I need to be saving some money. I need to be, when I get there, I need to find my advisor and track them and stick with them, like Wes Wood said, every single semester. There's just so many things that the university, we 
publish all sorts of stuff. We email people. We put posters. We send all sorts of stuff on social media trying to get students aware of what needs to be done. And so if maybe this podcast is one that will help people get a better idea of what happens in college, what are the pitfalls, what are the ways to jump over the holes and get going, that would be a really, I think that would be so good. Also, I want people to hear all these smart, interesting people that we're talking to and realize what a really lovely place universities can be. Here's the thing. Between the two of us, you have been to four different universities (laughs) or colleges. I've taught in a number of schools. I've been to a number of schools. We both have got between us a whole lot of experience. That So we both love to learn. Yeah, it's true. I've tried to figure it out about every way possible. I've done community college, private school, four-year university. I've tried YouTube, EDU, if you will. Yeah, I feel very familiar with kind of knowing what each path Uh, looks like. And you've been a professor for... 25 years and at UT Austin and here. And I've been to universities in England, Germany, Oxford and Cambridge, Munich, Germany. I've been to Spain. So I've talked to a lot of educators in the West. Yeah. This academy that I'm a part of, we've got over 600 years of teaching experience. Wow. In our group. That is and a crazy yeah, number. I feel as though not only do I have my own personal experience to draw upon, but I have my fellowship membership in the academy and all the people there that I know. Yeah. So we've got resources. We do, and we're here to share them with you guys. Stay tuned. Check out our next episodes. If you have any questions, email us, adrquestions at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on episode one.